Alright, so this week, well last Saturday, today's Saturday morning, right? It's about 8.15 in the morning. Last Saturday this time, I was about to pull into the RV dealership and pick up my brand new, beautiful 23-foot single axle, one slide out, full queen-size bed, um, sleeps like six, like fully functioning, brand new travel trailer. And doing so was a dream that I have probably had, let's see, I'm 26 right now. So whenever like full-time RVing became popular a few years ago, um, and I knew that people could do this like more than just for a vacation, I was like, that's me, man. I, like, I want to travel. I have a gypsy soul to blame, right? And if I could live in an Airstream, I would totally do so. So, like, this was years in the making and watching YouTubers and stuff like that um, was a game changer. So, about, let's do a mic check. So I go in and I pick up the RV um, and I'm doing all this paperwork and stuff like that. And I had gone back and forth with the guy for probably about 10 days before actually going to pick it up. Um, So like I have been researching this for a while and then in the probably second week first week of August is when like I really got serious and I was like you know what I am over everything else all options of living like I really want to do this but let me find one that I even like first like a specific trailer make model all of the above right um what I didn't want to do is just like go aimlessly walking around stores with salesmen that are like this one, this one, this one, like, no, like, I wanted to go in there knowing exactly which one that I was interested in and what would be a good fit for me, Um, and then from there, I could go around to wherever and price shop for that one, but I was like, let me get an idea of which specific RV or trailer that I want to um, be living in first. So I did all of this research, right, and I came across the um, Coachman Apex Nano, so this is like a smaller size. I mean, they have a couple different models. So I got the 194. Um, and I had gone through, pretty much knew that I wanted something single axle, right? Because I have a smaller sized truck comparatively um, for what's out there. And I wanted something that I could make sure I didn't need a new truck for. So getting the single axle is only 23 feet. Um, so much more maintainable when you're just one person. <laughs> um, so this is Co- Coachman Apex Nano, the 194, had a single slide out, so it had the dinette area that pops out. Um, with the dog, I was wondering like where I could put her crate, right? So I'm like, okay, so I could either pop out this table here and slide her crate in the middle. Um, the bunkhouse section in the back corner, I definitely knew I wanted to use for storage. And I was like, well, I could pop out probably the top layer um, or the top level there and then slide her crate in there. It would be like a little storage slash Roxy room. Um, 
So those things, I haven't officially figured that out or made those things happen yet, but um, those are in the plans. And so in doing so, I decided that this is the one I want, right? It has a six cubic foot fridge, so it's big enough for one person. It's not full residential, but I don't need all that. I'm just me. And then it's got a full-size sink, which was also really important to me. So it's got the little one in the bathroom, which I don't even mind um, because there's plenty of counter space and storage space in that bathroom. It's got a little section for hanging clothes for those outfits that do not do well being folded up and stuck somewhere in a cabinet. <laughs> um, it's got the tub section, which is like a, a miniature tub. So if I needed to wash Roxy or something like that in there, because there's no other options, that is definitely doable. Um, and then what else? So the storage under the bed, the slide through at the, at the nose of the trailer, um, you can access it from both sides outside, but then the bed folds up and you can access all of that great storage area from underneath there. So that was definitely a pro for me. What else? We've got the outdoor kitchen area. So there's an extra square, um, I think it's like three cubic foot, the square mini fridges out there. So when you're hooked up to shore power, that will turn on, but it doesn't pull from your propane, which is good. Um, the fridge inside, you can either use electricity for it or it can pull from your propane. Um, it doesn't pull a lot of propane, so it definitely is worthwhile. So you could just crack your propane open a little bit when you're driving down the road and all of your food stays good. You're not required to be on a generator or shore power for that. Um, so that was great. The outside fridge has a good amount of storage space in there as well with a two burner skillet, um, skillet designed like propane stove that rolls out too. So it's not like a grill, um, but obviously you just put whatever cast iron on top of it. You get a lot more options when you have the two propane burners out there. So I'm excited about that. It's got a awning that comes out. It's like 14 foot, um, which is pretty good size and it, you can like adjust it. So if it's raining or something like that, and you know, if it's not too windy at least, and you wanna keep your awning out to protect you from that, you can um pull basically one of the arms down on one of the sides or, or both sides really to get more of an angle out of it um we can adjust it that way so that the water will roll right off the top of it and then what else we've got the two speakers that are coming out the front wall there so the the speaker system the radio system has am fm it's got bluetooth connection it's got usb so you could just plug straight in. You could plug an HDMI cord into it. So if you want to hook like your computer or TV up to it, um, lots of cool features. So you can put it in like zone A, zone B, zone A for inside, zone B for outside, and you can play music. So if you're having like a tailgate or something and you don't want to just carry around a whole extra speaker system, you just use your RV sound system. It's really cool. Um, I've been using it literally every single day. Those that know me know that I always have music playing somewhere somehow um gets me through life right I think honestly one of the things about just being me and the dog is like it gets a little lonely sometimes it gets kind of quiet so having come from living with my family to like having roommates in college to moving in with my now ex and like just always being with somebody that's one of the biggest things in being 
alone now is like, all right, now what? Like, you always have somebody to talk to. And then, like, being in the military, right? You live in a bay in basic training. There's, like, 30 girls in there. Um, so whether you wanted to or not, you had to talk to somebody. And then, like, even at OCS, right? Like, I had a roommate. So that was definitely um, something I'm used to, not used to being alone. And having this speaker system that I could just, like, always be running is definitely helps with that um anyway back to the rv (laughs) so it's also got this little led strip light that is outside underneath the awning it's like tucked up in there so the awning actually if you have that out and then you turn the light on it like reflects the light downward so it kind of um it like expands i guess you could say where the light is glowing at Um, so that's really nice too. And then when you're like out in camping and there's no moon really out there, no stars, you know, and there's obviously no city lights or street lights anywhere. Um, then it definitely does a good job in glowing the area so you can take the dog out after dark and stuff like that. So that was nice for sure. Um, what else do we got? I think that's kind of covers it for the features in there. It's got a good amount of storage space in general, which was one of the biggest things to me. So I am thrilled with this camper, right? And it has been a full week now. So that first day I brought it home on Saturday, I probably got it there at like one o'clock. Um, they actually, when they were hooking it up to my truck with me and we did like the walkthrough, they were like, uh, well, where's your weight distribution hitch? And I was like, y'all said last week that it was fine without it. What are you talking about? Um, they're like, well, you need to put that on now. I was like, well, you told me I could do an extra $800 if I wanted, but it's not necessary. So obviously I don't want to spend an extra 800 bucks. I for sure don't want to finance it. So um, yeah, if I get that, it'll be later. Like give me another paycheck or two to replenish what I'm dropping right now. But uh definitely didn't start off with that and I do at this point think I've driven it around a little bit um I think it would definitely be a beneficial tool to have on my truck being that I do have a smaller size truck however I don't necessarily feel like I'm unsafe right now without it so I'm comfortable waiting I'm comfortable with the decision I made um similar situation with the battery right so it comes with a battery and your battery is always charging every time that you're pulling in. The only time you end up really using your battery to rely on and not electricity or something like that is like the in-between moments before you hook up to your generator. And honestly, the only thing that really pulls from your battery is a couple of outlets. Um, And even so, it's like as soon as you plug into your generator or your shore power, you're recharging those batteries anyway. So I'm so comfortable with the fact that I don't have a battery hooked up to it. Um, I did buy a generator that first weekend, last weekend. Um, And we can talk about generator stuff later. But I did buy one. I think it's a great investment for those days that you're not at a site where you could hook up. Um, I am desperately waiting for the days that it cools off here in Phoenix. So I don't have to worry about the 
generated um, being strong enough or not and using all of the fuel that it burns through and just carrying around a whole bunch of extra gas in the bed of my truck for no reason um, and stuff like that. So the generator aspect is definitely good as a backup, but I am very grateful for the parking spots that have shore power for sure. Um, so on Saturday, basically I brought the RV home to my apartment, started moving things out right away, spent all afternoon on Saturday, and then spent pretty much all of the day on Sunday as well, moving everything in, the things that I didn't decide to keep in the RV. Um, I got a small storage unit <clears throat> that I'll be able to keep like those priceless type of items in. Like I have a whole box full of yearbooks for my entire school, like career, right? Like literally I swear from the time I was like three years old in preschool, I have a yearbook for it. Um, so stuff like that. And then like my bed frame, for example, obviously I have my mattress in the trailer, but I don't need the frame for it. So I've got that sitting in there, my extra gear, uniform, stuff like that. So that has been definitely a good bonus. Um, spent quite some time moving all of that stuff over. And then on Monday, <clears throat> I pretty much got to just do the minor couple of additions to the storage unit, cleaning everything out of the apartment, Tuesday afternoon, I moved like one or two more items and then Wednesday was it. So I cleaned every last item out of that store or out of the apartment on Wednesday and then moved it into the storage unit, turned in my keys literally at like 4.59 p.m. Um, the office was already closed and I just happened to find the girl standing outside and I was like, hey, please give me these. I have to move out. Um, once it was the 31st, too, and so I was not trying to uh, stay any longer or pay any extra rent fees for quite literally no reason. Um, so, yeah, that worked out well. <clears throat> what else? Then, um, so Monday night, I actually stayed on base with the generator, which was interesting. So that, that thing filled, like two, two and a half gallons, I think, of gas, um, and then I got it up and going at probably 9 p.m., and then it was, um, difficult because I don't want to call myself by any means the, uh, master of the generators, not at all, so I still need to learn, I still need to read, um, but I did watch some YouTube videos, I did the math, and between the, um, the wattage that was necessary for my air conditioning and stuff like that, I decided that the 3,500 watt was supposed to be enough, um, especially with my fridge running off the propane, then it for sure should have been enough. However, when I got it running, it was on low, right? So then I turned my air conditioning up to medium, and about 10 seconds later, it died. So then I had to obviously stop and reset it, and I was like, what the heck? So I turned the generator back on, turned the AC on low, it was good, turned the AC on medium, and it died again. I was like, what the heck? So I had to keep the AC on low all night long, and mind you, this is Phoenix, right? So it's like 90, 95 degrees outside still, and keeping it on low brought it down to like 77, I think it was, 
when I woke up in the morning. Um, but, you know, while it could definitely be worse, that wasn't really where I saw this going. And so we, I uh, had the generator going from about nine until the gas ran out pretty much. That happened at about 3.30 in the morning. So how somebody wakes up to a generator turning off and things getting quieter, I don't know. But I did. So I woke up at 3.30 and I was like, well, shoot. So I had to go out and take the um, one gallon and two gallon container of gas that I had. And I had to go and refill those. So at this point, I'm like, well, can I just go somewhere to find a five gallon tank anyway that would be so much easier um less containers pretty much to worry about so i'm driving around a little bit and it's occurring to me that it is like 4 4 15 in the morning now i'm like well dang none of these gas stations that the store aspects are really even open um nothing walmart wasn't gonna open until like six and i was like well by six o'clock i have to be like going and getting ready for work so i could be in my seat at seven um, so this isn't going to work. So I went and I finally found a 24-hour gas station where I went in. I got a second two-gallon tank. Um, so at this point, I had a two-gallon, a two-gallon, and a one-gallon. Five gallons total. I was like, all right, so I can go ahead, fill these up. I'll use about half of this gasoline this morning um, because all of that lasted me about six and a half hours overnight. I'll go ahead and use half of this to get me through the morning. At lunchtime, I'll refill the generator, and hopefully that'll keep things running all afternoon. Roxy will be good in the trailer. And then um, I decided during that next, like, hour and a half pretty much there that I didn't want to have her in the trailer if I couldn't get it to go below 77 and it was only 90 degrees outside. Um, because during the afternoon it was supposed to go up to like 110. So there's no way that it would have stayed cool enough if it's 110 outside to really be okay for her to stay in there. Like my guess is it probably wouldn't have stayed much below 90, not with the, the air conditioning running on low at least. Um, so that said, it brought her into work and I haven't really dealt with the generator since then. I spent that day also trying to find places to hook up to shore power. Um, boondocking is just not going to be it for the next couple of weeks, at least here until it really starts to cool down outside. Um, just not comfortable leaving her outside like that. Um, so I have been parked at an event center, basically. Um, so I've got full hookups for water and electricity. And then they have a dump site that's like right there. So um, what I've been doing anyway is I wake up in the morning and I go to the gym, I hit the shower, and then I start work right away. And I've usually, I can shower either at work um, or I can like in the locker room there or I can shower at the gym. So half the time, you know, I don't end up using my home shower anyway, which in this situation works out perfectly because I have my gray water tank that I can just, you know, be doing dishes, cooking, washing hands, whatever at home. Um, but if I were to take a shower, I would fill that gray water tank up very quickly and need to dump it probably every day, if not at least every other day. Um, so this is working out so far. 
I have only had to really dump the black water tank once and it's not because it got full at least it's mostly just because I was already there to dump the gray tank and I was like well I guess I might as well flush it <laughs> um so that said my new routine has just been to wake up take Roxy out get ready go to the gym hit the locker room and then go straight into work and I'm good go home during lunch which I also already did anyway because I get a longer lunch take her out go back to work for the afternoon and then good to go for the evening so um now it is Saturday so this morning actually is the day that I went to um before it got too hot out I went to go dump so I dumped the black water and then used the gray water to flush it out um they got the fresh water connection there too so you can take your hose and um there's a port outside the back of your RV that you can hook up your um, freshwater hose to. So then if you just like leave your sewer hooked up and you leave that tank open, then you hook up that fresh water, it'll push all that fresh water in through the tanks and flush them out completely. Um, so when we did the little like walkthrough on day one that I was picking up the trailer, I think I got kind of confused because there's three different access points that you can put fresh water into this RV at, right? So one of them um, is called city water. So what I didn't realize is that city water was separate from your fresh water tank and that when you're hooked up to city water in that port, it's not using your fresh water tank at all. It's literally just like putting that water straight from the hose faucet. Um, you can run it through, you know, your sinks, whatever and then it'll push it into the gray water tank. <clears throat> then there's that second one I just talked about where you can flush your sewer system. So um, when I was going to fill up the other day, my freshwater tank, I had it in city water. And this couple comes up with their big old fifth wheel, way more experienced looking than me, right? And he's like, I think you have that in the wrong one. I think you want it in that orange one instead next to it. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. It's why it's been sitting here for a while. And you know, he like re-explained what city water connection was. Um, so I plug it in the orange one. And after a few minutes, I go inside and I check my tanks. They have like a display board where you push the different um, gray, black, fresh, and battery. And then it'll light up according to how full that said thing is. So I'm inside after a few minutes wondering why my black tank is full again and why my fresh water tank is not full. Um, so I go and I look down and I go to like do a test run on uh, flush my toilet and I was like what the hell this thing like overflowed and like exploded up so thank god I had just cleaned it and dumped it and flushed it already um because I had put the hose into the flushier black tank port <laughs> and I had somehow pressurized the toilet um system so thank god again that it was already empty and clean because I literally exploded my toilet into my bathroom <laughs> so I had to clean that up that was wonderful um but after having done so I definitely will never mess this up again so I eventually realized that this third time's a charm this other nozzle um or water inlet port that's not labeled that's got to be the one that I was intending to do to fill up the freshwater tank which it was and all is fine and dandy and well with the world now but you know you learn the hard way <laughs> 
and you know boat people dog people horse people rv people are all very similar everybody is very helpful very um hey i messed this up before let me help you and i've been there done that had this issue blah 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 but however that does not always mean just because somebody is extremely helpful and kind and loving that does not mean that they're correct (laughs) so heed that warning whatever you do with it um yeah yeah the dude was definitely wrong and i ended up pressurizing my toilet but you know it's when it's all said and done i probably would have been there for another hour trying to fill up through my city water tank anyway so i do appreciate his help um and it is what it is so uh yeah um I'll never make that mistake again. But um, so this morning, all went well. Flushed the black one, flushed the gray one, went back to my RV site, hooked my city water back up, hooked my electricity back up. Roxy's chilling in there. I am out to drop just a couple of other things that I brought into the RV, but I don't think I need them anymore. Um, Dropping those at storage. I'm going to hit the gym, hit the shower while I'm already out so I don't have to redump my gray water tank as soon as I get home this afternoon. Um, And then while I'm out, I'm going to try to run to the store too. There's a couple things I want to grab and then we will see. Um, But that kind of like wraps up how week one has been so far. Being um, just a girl and her dog in the RV, um, it's been a blast. Honestly, I've learned so much and some friends will tell you that the first 48 hours there, um, I really thought I made a mistake. I kept saying to myself, like, you know, nothing good comes easy. So um, fully aware of that, I knew I was going to be taking some time to adjust and be okay with things and, you know, get my bearings. Um, I knew all that was going to come, but I definitely got to a small breaking point. I last Monday, like, definitely cried a little bit because I was like what did I do um can I even handle this you know I think I made a huge mistake and had all of those negative thoughts which everybody does um but now that I could say this too shall pass I am more adjusted I have learned the hard way you know Monday feels like a month ago now and I am very happy with my decision and I cannot wait to see what the next weeks, months, and so on have in store for Roxy and I as we move around and explore and just like enjoy life. You know, I've always been a workaholic and worked my life away for far too long. So I am definitely here to, yes, work, but also to enjoy the downtime. So as much as I can, I want to make sure that I'm making the most out of life. So even if that just means live somewhere prettier so that those moments in the evening when you're too tired to do anything else at least you've got a view you know um and so on and so forth so we could chat more about that later but thank you for listening and um yeah hopefully next week we'll have better news and more updates and it'll be great bye